Hi, Tara. Hi. I'm doing very well. How about you? Good. I'm excited. Uh, we're going to be interviewing Missy today, and Missy's been in a Conscious Connection Circle for quite some years. Hi, Missy. Hi, Mayor. Hi, Tara. Thanks for having me. Hi. Hello. Thanks for joining us. We would like for the audience to hear some of your stories about being in a Conscious Connection Circle, how your life is better because you've been participated in a Conscious Connection Circle, and also maybe how did you learn about it to begin with? Well, let me count the ways that it has improved my life. But how I found about it was actually through Tara. So Tara and I go way, way, way back, sixth grade to be exact. And so we have been friends for a very long time. And she, through her employment, found you and the Conscious Connections and brought me along for the fun. I have been participating in the Conscious Connection realm for 15 years, 16? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking 16. I think you started with just Mare and I. Yeah. Kind of doing our own little, like a mini circle, we call yeah. it. And at some point, however many years ago, maybe six or seven, that was a full circle that we did. So yeah, you've been playing in some capacity for quite some time, for sure, That's over a decade. Yeah. That is how I found it. How my life has improved by being in these is so many tangible, but it starts with the untangible and the belief. By believing that by calling out what we want and claiming it and asking for it if possible was the first belief that has to come with conscious connections. I'm going to make a list. I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to ask for these things. These are things I want in my life. Do I really want these things? Yes, I do. Is A, starting in that belief and then building on that and then building those people around you that are saying, wow, that sounds like you want this. Let me support you. That intangible belief that yes, I can work towards things that I want and get support around it. And also very tangible outcomes that I've had in these years. Gosh, to start, one of the things that came through Conscious Connections was weight loss. Honestly, mm -hmm. in a period of my life after having three babies and having giant three babies, you know, 10, 10, two, 10, nine babies, being a, a young mom and a working mom, that weight did not come off easily. I was doing the right things, counting calories and going to Weight Watchers and exercising, and it was just not coming off. What I needed to happen was some kind of catalyst, and I wanted to believe in that. And I got a new insurance, and that insurance was able to approve weight loss surgery if I did all these right steps, and it did. Having that significantly improved my health, my life, my feelings. That was one of the things that was on my list to be at a healthier weight. And despite my spinning on the little wheel wasn't coming along until I was like, oh, I can't keep controlling this. I've got to give it up that it's going to come to me in another way. I have to be open to not the control. I think that was another big belief system that had to be broken down is when you want something, it's going to come A, B, C in this package, and this is how it's going to look. And by breaking that pack it down and be like, I have no idea how this could happen. I'm just going to allow it to come to me. I'm going to be open for the possibilities. That has probably been one of those intangibles that, again, have fruited the best results. So that's for sure one that's been on my list. Also uh, coaching volleyball. In fact, I'm in my coaching gear right now because I just got texted by the AV like, 
half hour ago. He's like, hey, you able to come talk about leadership tonight? <laughs> I need a woman on the panel. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. No problem. I'll, I'll be there. I loved playing volleyball and I was impacted significantly as a young person by having great coaches. And I wanted to give back and watching it. It was really exciting for me. My parents kind of laugh at like the misty magic because it was like, huh, I think I want to coach volleyball. Let's go submit an application and then I'm hired. And that's, you know, sometimes things like that in my life work out. Not always, but that's how coaching worked. I had sons and it's like, mom, well, why can't my boys play too? This is national, you know, boys play at the highest level at the Olympics. Why are, why are boys playing in the state of Colorado? I'm going to change that. So guess what? Started work with a group of people that also wanted to bring boys volleyball and hey, Missy got involved. And not that I was the catalyst, but between all that energy, it was building and we pushed for boys volleyball and kind of pushed back a little bit and ended up getting boys volleyball approved as a sanctioned sport in the state of Colorado, which is now going to impact boys further on, like that little snowball continues to roll. We talked a little bit about what's I'm happening right now is I like adventure. I like to move. I'm always about like, let's do something new. And I always have travel on my list. Travel is always a very high priority. And when you have young kids, unless you have a very good savings sense and can dedicate funds for travel, that's in the realm of possibility. It's not in my realm at this moment in my life. Um, <laughs> I like money to come and money goes, and that's how money and I play together. However, I have found ways to travel in all sorts of different avenues that I didn't know was possible. You know, traveling with volleyball all over and my daughter plays sports and then my husband will win a trip or will get a Southwest gift card. And so travel has been occurring, might not be internationally at this very moment, but that doesn't mean it's not possible in the future. So travel is on there and even the consideration that we might be moving to a new state. So that's sort of in the new realm, maybe we'll move, find a new location, but getting into this house was pretty magical. You guys kind of know that story. Gosh, it must've been two, when the housing market bust, we were upside down in a house and we were in a financial, really rocky space, guys. Like real bad. My husband and I had to, with three young kids, like leave our house. It was eventually foreclosed. We had to move out. We left the house. We're renting. And I just thought we would never own a home again. I just thought that's not going to, I mean, at least for a while, it's not going to happen for a while. I kind of let that soak in. And at first I was angry and I didn't want to put that in the realm of possibilities because I was mad. And suddenly I started to feel like, no, I, my kids are going to go to high school. I'm going to need to put down roots and I'm going to need to find a new location and they're going to want that stability. How is that going to happen? How am I going to get approved for a home? How am I going to find the money to put that deposit down? And my parents were at a place where they're like, look, you can buy our house and live in our house. Not really. My husband and I were like, I don't really know if that's, but like, maybe we could think about it. And then we started looking at homes and then we got with the realtor and we had been saving money. We found a house and it was just a little bit out of price range. So we backed out. But then another house in that same subdivision came on the market. Oh, and it's a little bit lower price because somebody had backed out of that house. So it was going to be up for sale, going to be finished in like October. And my parents, we had to sell their house without a contingency. We had to get out of our rental. We had to have the right money. 
like all we had to get approved for a loan because we're going to carry the loan all the stars of the universe had to line they did you know mm -hmm. with us sort of like releasing the how and the who and the what like that those kind of things are challenging but I've learned to play with those and I think that's been helpful well, and I think a part of that story, just to help clarify, is that you were able to make that step into the house by bringing your parents along into that house with you, right? right. They sold their house, you got out of your rental, and th them having money from the sale of their house put down on your house gave you the resources you needed to be back into a home with your family. And a beautiful beautiful house with like an in-law suite so it was they have their own separate yeah. living space and and like how perfect is that perfect. and and that's yeah. how it showed up like yeah how can I I'm never gonna be able to live in a house again <laughs> or maybe I don't even want to because this is so stressful and then it was just like oh wait what else is possible it's like that question mm -hmm. what else is possible what else is possible when you remain open to what else is possible and don't get attached to the how new outcomes show up right yes yes yeah you moved through the volleyball story kind of quickly, but I would love to circle back to that because I remember the day that that showed up for you because you and I went to an event in California. We went to an, a, a yes. speaker right yes. in California and we had been playing the conscious connections mini circle and we had been playing with the list and what do we want and all of this kind of stuff at that event, they had us basically do some future casting. We had to get with partners who were strangers and we had to just talk about the future, our future selves. I don't remember if it was five years in the future or 10 years in the future. We had to just tell that stranger about our lives. Yes. And as, as though it had already happened. Yes. You went off and you had a conversation with some stranger and I went off and I had a conversation with some stranger and then we came back and we were both like, what did you say? What did you say? Like, what, what did your future self, what does life look like? You know, we were like, what, you know, tell, tell me the story. Yeah. And you in that moment were like, I don't know what just happened, but like, I'm telling my story and I'm a volleyball coach in my story. That was the first time that you were like, yeah, I think I need to be a volleyball coach because as you were just free to play in the what else is possible in my future your story had in it I'm a volleyball coach yeah and you immediately were oh that's going on my list I have to put this on my list and now I have to do this thing I loved being able to get to witness that moment of clarity for you because I'm not sure that had ever come up before you had always been very involved. Sports is very important to you and your family. Your children have always been involved in sports. You are definitely an athletic and sport focused family, but you coaching had just not really ever been something you really talked about until that moment and that weekend. I think it is within the year you became, you came home and you said, well, this is what I got to do. Yeah, It's on the list. Now I've got to do it. I just future casted myself into this position and you've been coaching ever since. And it's been uh -huh. years. Like yeah. that has been, I can't remember what year that was, but it's been, I mean, so the story then of like, not only you became a coach, then you've also made a difference in the state of Colorado for all the boys who want to play volleyball. You've made this, you've helped bring into action like this future legacy for all of these boys who didn't previously have an opportunity 
yeah. all because you went back to listening to that inner voice of yours that suddenly was like, oh, I'm clear about something. And then you added it to the list. You came back and told all of us, this is what I'm doing. This is what showed up. I am not going to be a volleyball coach. And mm -hmm. I'll be damned if you are not a volleyball coach, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I was yeah. coach of the year last year, guys. <laughs> yes, like how amazing is that? Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. Because Terry, you're right, that moment where I moved into play was such a shift that again, when we're talking about intangibles and tangibles, like allowing yourself the freedom to play and, and talk about yourself like, whoa, well, hi, I'm Missy and it's five years in the future. And oh, here's what I've been doing, friend. And it was like, oh, coach. Yeah. I guess I wanted that. I had littles. I didn't think it was possible. And then I talked to my husband and I was like, I, I want this. He's like, I, I was just waiting for you to say you wanted it. We'll make it work. And I'm like, oh, Great. Well, great. I guess I'll go do that then. You know, because yeah. <laughs> when you have littles, I mean, coaching on top of, I also work full time is a second yeah. full time job. It's like having two full time jobs. Plus, three kids in season. sports. Yeah. And I have I kids mean, in sports. Plus, right. Yes. yes. Multiple yeah. sports. <laughs> multiple sports. Three, three yes. kids and multiple sports. Yeah. My husband coaching football. I'm coaching volleyball. We both work. Like, we, yeah. I mean, also, I recognize that that is something that I do with like, let's just keep going. We just go. So yeah. <laughs> right. But, but also yeah. taking care of parents in your house, like all that kind of stuff too. But yeah. that it showed up, it became important. And what I love about that is like, you had been taking, I mean, when you, you just list all of those things, you've been taking care of everyone else. Okay. Now my parents are living with me. I have three younger, your kids were middle school, beginning high school or whatever, young, but not toddlers at that point. But there's a lot on your plate. And you are the caretaker of everyone else. And that moving into play of what else is possible for me allowed you to step into something you just really wanted for you. Yeah, that was a really cool thing to witness. Thanks, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you talk some about moving to a different state. Can you tell the story about that intention? Oh yeah. Well, my 2024 word is Carolina and on my list is to live near a beach. I have lived in the mountains and I love the mountains. I have thoroughly enjoyed my time in the mountains, hiking and paddleboarding and camping. Going to the beach is just feels, always feels like a vacation. And a couple last times I was like, I feel like I could live here. I feel like maybe that's a possibility. You know, maybe I should consider this. And as my kids grow, now I have a sophomore in college who's about seven hours away from Colorado and a daughter who's about to go off in May, sort of felt like maybe let's have a conversation about it. I do have a sophomore who's in 10th grade and he was on board. And so sort of by having dialogue with the people I live with, it, could this be possible? Because I may be impulsive. As you all know me, and maybe, so, maybe, spontaneity <laughs> and here to grow with your if you know me. But it took a little while to sort of plant the seed with this one. Seven years ago, we found the perfect home. Where why would we move? You know. But my parents' health is aging, and the mountain air is hard on their lungs. The snow, and not that it snows all the time, but when it does, they don't go places. And then if my daughter plays, she wanted to be in sort of that area and we'd want to be a part of that. Then by happenstance, I guess, or the magic of the universe, when you say like, what else is possible? Could I possibly move? And they're like, okay, well, let's change your job and change your job too. Oh, okay. 
what did happen? So something happened at my work where I was no longer kind of qualified to do the position I was doing. There was a pay cut coming, which was a hard hit for me. And then my husband's company of 25 years that he had worked at got sold, but sold to a company that owns in North Carolina. Well, okay then, <laughs> universe, thanks for hearing that Carolina call. What I've asked our little conscious correction is to, to imagine me living near the beach in sort of an ease and a peaceful state. We just talked about like my little motor going, going, going and all the things I do. Slower pace of life, not slow, but slower for me pace of life. Mm-hmm. And I envision that near the salty water and sunshine. And when you lay there and just soak in the sun, that's what I've asked for you guys is to sort of envision me. We have learned through conscious connections that energy that you hold for each other does matter by creating a really good picture. And you use all the sights and sounds like imagine me smelling the salt air and feeling the hot sand on my body and taking a deep breath. We share it in those ways so we can put each other there. Like, what does that look like? And that's what I'm asking right now from my team. And we were just in North Carolina yesterday, flying out of Raleigh, (laughs) looking at homes and looking at the store that he could potentially work at. Again, the stars might not all align at this very moment, but putting it out there and putting it on the list and having people hold energetic space for me, I believe it will. And, And at some point. And even better than you can imagine. Even better than I can imagine. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That is how how things often work sometimes. Because four or five months ago was a different tune. Those four or five months when I was getting my hard news about like, hey, sorry, you're missing a certification that I was like, it doesn't really feel relevant to my employment. I'm sorry. And then my husband to lose his job without knowing what was going to happen. Like in the midst of the mucky, it didn't feel sunshine and glory. It felt like, hot mess and how are we how is something out of this hot mess going to develop well i guess if you think of chaos in life that's exactly what happens right the first spark everything's exploding and there's volcano and ash and it's just a hot mess and then it suddenly starts cooling and creating new opportunities is pretty much at least in my life that's usually happening (laughs) boom and like feels really big and heavy and dark and then we got to clean it up and good things can come. I don't know if that's how everyone experiences it. I think everybody experiences it different. And this just happens (laughs) to be your, what I'm aware of about you is there is a common theme uh, on your list and in your life to seek adventure. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why things show up for you in very adventurous ways. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It it would be very hard for a lot of people to manage some of those kind of explosive moments that you get in your life. But for you, I sometimes think maybe I just needed to show up this way because it gives her that sense of like adventure. And she's like, okay, now what am I going to do with this? You're collecting the ash and you're going, oh my gosh, what do I do with all of this? It's raining ash all over the place. What do I do with it? And then it gives you a great opportunity and excuse to sort of pivot into the next new adventure, which is something that you love. Yeah. Not everybody does, right? But you seek adventure in life and you appreciate the adventure of life in a way that not everybody does. So for you, it's just all part of the journey, right? It's true. Yeah. <laughs> and we have joked about, is that the right word I should 
like even when we're talking about adventure, I do order up adventure. I have called out. That has been a word in several years in my past. And I was like, ooh, maybe, maybe I want to steer away from adventure because <laughs> you're right. I ride much. the roller all the time. Like maybe I'm a harmony or peace. Eventually I'm going to move into a new word. But <laughs> I do love the adventure and it does bring excitement that I seek as a thrill seeker mm-hmm. of life. What would you tell somebody who is considering or would you invite other people in your life to play conscious connections with you a hundred percent hundred percent and have said oh i think this person would really enjoy this or let's think about this person because i think the growth both intangible and tangible are immeasurable and when you're thinking about like hey who would I want to share this with? Everyone, <laughs> Every, everyone come play. And at the same time, you have to be ready to play. So like mm. the people that come have to be ready to play because it's a supportive group with a village. So you're giving as much as you're receiving. And sometimes you're receiving more than you're giving because it's a group of connection. And so by holding space for each other and checking on each other, and I feel like it's a whole reason we would want this for other people is you can find caring people and it sort of restores a lot of faith and yes that that person cares and I care for that person I I imagine it somehow in like a 19 you know 40s neighborhood where you could go over and I'm out of sugar you have sugar can I buy some sugar do you have eggs and like you find those people in a very different way that you can rely on them you can count on them and they care for you and you can call them all kinds of hours. And if somebody's not available, there's usually eight or 10, like somebody's going to pick up that phone and be there. They also bring different qualities. So you're creating this dynamic of different people. We have our little group, like I lean on Jamie for money all the time. I'm like, Jamie, how do you save money? <laughs> please, please. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Missy, but be disciplined. I'm like, oh, is this okay. All right, Jamie. We call each other out and we help each other, right? So like, you know, Mayor, we come to you for the wisdom and your gift. Like, can you just kind of check in? Are we on the right path? Are you feeling it for us? And so you bring the logic. Let's pause, Missy. Let's Uh breathe, Missy. And let's think about this. Let's think about some solutions. Not that you don't play, because absolutely you play. But like, when we're like, and I need something. We all have different characteristics that you can bring, and you'll find that in that circle by participating in that. So, yeah, would be yeah. Different people's strengths are other people's weaknesses, and that's how we support each other, right? How we support each other, yeah, yeah. So, when you say they have to be ready, what does that mean to you? What does somebody want or need, or what characteristics or whatever? If they show up in a conscious connection circle, do you feel like makes them ready to really receive and participate? to the full extent? I guess by ready is because for many years, let's be clear, I was, I was stuck in a wheel of, wow, I'm unhappy. I'm struggling in work. I feel like I'm not going anywhere. Like I was in that place. So when I showed up, I can't say I was ready, but what I was ready for was to participate, to allow and be a participant. Like, I don't really know, you know, when you first show up, you're like, I don't know if this is gonna work. What is this woo-woo? I don't know, but am I gonna participate and be present? 
yes. And, and maybe it won't be for me, like maybe it'll just be for them and maybe I'll see what happens and kind of this openness to be a participant because not everybody shows up ready to be like, yes, let me call forth all the magic of the world and bring it into my life, you know, like, which, you know, which is what I believe now, right? <laughs> After playing so long, like that's how I feel it works, right? By this group, but I didn't always, that's not how it started, but by participating and being open and watching and listening was like building those blocks of like, Hmm. there's there's faith here okay let's let's trust the let's trust the process let's go with it I'm sure Amira could attest to not everybody shows up ready right wherever you are at is where you're at as long as you're willing to participate yes and no I think a lot of people are um, invited by someone else because that person doesn't want to go to the circle block alone Oh, sure. they don't know what it's going to be. They're not really sure what's going to happen. It would be like <clears throat> Tara saying to you, Missy, I got invited to this thing. I'm not really sure what it is. And I just don't want to go by myself. Will you go with me? And you go, okay. So you just show up not really knowing. Most people don't really know what's going to happen when they show up. But you either show up out of curiosity or you show up because you already are supporting a friend who doesn't want to show up to this thing that they don't know what it is by themselves. Yeah. So, uh, the, and then you still don't really know what's going to happen. You're asked to bring a list. That's how this whole thing starts. You bring a list, you bring a draft list. Well, most people don't know how to even put a list together when we start. And some people show up to the first meeting with nothing. Some people show up with five things when we ask them to come with 50. Some people show up with 300 things because they can't narrow it down to 50. <laughs> right and then we take them through a process and it builds with time lists at first are often like check check oh, what you know did this did this did this did this as you move into the years and you get support and you give support to the people who make up the configuration of whichever circle you're in every circle is different every circle doesn't look the same People don't show up the same in circles. It's like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're going to get, right? <laughs> when you show up to a circle. With the caveat of there's always people in the circle that are willing to support you, that are willing to see you in your struggle, to just be with you, sit with you in your struggle, say kind things if that's what you're needing, or show up with some ideas or listen to your crazy idea it seems crazy to the rest of us in those moments and this isn't the first time you've talked about living at the beach and packing everything up and running away and leaving your family just talk with them you're doing it different this time you enrolled them in your crazy idea and you might actually be moving to the beach this year right <laughs> And that's how a conscious connection circle works. You know, it moves and it morphs. And as time goes on, you have the opportunity as a participant to experiment, to be curious, to try things on. And part of the process is about learning to say, yeah, this doesn't work for me. And it's out and making room for something new. That's the beauty of the 50. You can have a whole list of what you've already gotten done. And when you have 50 other items to lean into for 
life's adventure for whatever that means for the stage of life that you're in, it expands the container of your human experience. And we nudge you and we love you. Right. And we wave the white flag in moments that we're scared of, you, you know, the, <laughs> the, step, the, the, the steps, right? Right. I mean, it, 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 it isn't yeah. all rah, rah, go, go. No. Like learning to say no, you could say no. What? So, yeah. Well, and yeah, as, as Mayor alluded to a lot, for a long time, your desire to leave and go seek adventure somewhere else. I'm just going to go live somewhere else. I'm just going to go do something else. I'm going to go. I mean, it's been everything. I'm going to Africa to do something. I'm going to the beach. I'm going to whatever. For a very long time, it, it didn't include anyone else. So you were like leaving your family behind in the dream yeah. and yeah. then just running away. And that's where we were all like, can we just time out for a minute, Missy? Um, you're running away from something because right. like always in your vision, you're by yourself. And, and these six other people you live with are nowhere to be seen. Let's talk about them for a minute, right? <laughs> and and it was like, that was very indicative of not that you don't love your family, not that you, you know, are trying to run away and leave them forever. It was just indicative of, I'm feeling a little stuck. I'm feeling really antsy and I just need that adventure and I need to get out. I need to be able to say, no, I'm feeling overwhelmed with a lot of the things on my plate. And your reaction to that was run run toward yeah. adventure, run toward freedom. Yeah. And it has taken a, a few years for that really to morph to what it is now, which is I want to be closer to a beach. I'm, I'm not necessarily living on a beach, but I can travel to the beach in a couple hours if I'm living in one of these states. I can actually bring my family along now on my adventure versus just run away and leave them behind, right? And so yeah. that was a big transition period for you, but that took a lot of us too in the circle witnessing your journey of this is what I want to do this is what I want to do we go okay you know like yeah like we'll we'll listen and we'll support on these things but sometimes like Mayor says we got to kind of wave the flag and be like excuse me hold on can we just talk about something really quick and that's helping that's what we do in a circle is help people see sometimes what's behind the the action or the item or the thing they're going after and that right. it's not always it's not always energetically clean when yeah. we're going after it. And so you got to get clean and clear first, and then it becomes more of an energetic alignment. Like it is for you now, like, and you still don't know if you're moving or not, right. But your wheels are in motion far more than they have been up until this point. And you've got family on board and you're purging your house and you're hunting for houses. I mean, you're doing the things now in a, a more aligned place. Yeah. Right. And the, the clean and clear is important with the list. Right. So if you bring it back, I want adventure. Like I want to travel everywhere. I mean, literally, we have a girlfriend that, well, Yamile is who is Tunisia, right? And I was like, oh, I'm going yeah. to Tunisia. I'm going tomorrow. Gotta call it. You're in a house there. You know? like, you're right. <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, Missy, like, let's think about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, let's roll this, you know. And so by coming back to the list and being like, okay, what's it, what could that look like? Or you know, by working together and other supportive ways like well we want you to feel adventure for many years vacation was for me like oh I'm just going to hike I'll just go to the mountains and do a quick hike and I'll get grounded and I'll feel good and I've had my freedom I've had my adventure who knows did I see a bear like you never know what's going to happen a car breakdown getting stuck in mud adventures happened on hikes right or camping like 
So now I'm like, okay, well, I've done that. I felt like that was completed in my life. And so by shifting it, you guys were able to help, I would say, round the edges a little bit to give it some, some projectivity to get off the ground, right? Let's help facilitate some of those desires and shape them with your list. Like, what are the things you're doing and what are you practicing? And I think that's the other thing that comes with this group that is underrated is the feedback that you can get. Like you're just talking about like, oh, Missy, let's, let's slow the roll. It also is, well, let's get clear about that. Or like, tell me what that looks like. And how does that feel? And think about this. And oh, you know, the way that all happens together is just fantastic. Hmm. You're never alone. Yeah. You're never alone. Yeah. yeah. I keep my list, like Mary said, like with what I've done though, too, like that's important for me that it has been checked. Right. My gr- list can grow infinitely because I think it's over 50 for sure. This is 67, but some of them I've done, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I've done that. I've swam with the dolphins. Right. Or I mean, hot air balloons still on there. And that has to happen before I leave Colorado guys, just so we know going on that, go doing that adventure. Those are some of the things that I would share about my experiences with conscious connections and my living intentions and the positive outcomes, both intangible and tangible that have multiplied by being in these circles. One other question. Well, maybe there'll be more than one question, but I'm curious, besides imagining you on a beach living in Carolina in 2024, How else can we support you? Well, I joked about the hot air balloon, but honestly, hot air balloon has been on there for, wrote this list. I found out it's really not quite as expensive in my head. I made it like thousand dollars and it can never happen. And now like there's a company right out of Longmont or Lafayette or wherever, how close it is. And it's only like 350 bucks a person. And I was like, I think I spent that the other day when I went out to Hibachi with the entire family. So yeah, it's a lot, but like. It's doable. I would also love, and I think somebody else has this on the list. Who has it on the list? Do you guys know? Mm -hmm. Who is it? Me, but I think I want to take it off. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, Tara, that you say that because I was like, I feel like, is it still on? That's so funny. It's you. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm terrified to do it. And even though Mare (laughs) hooked me up with her sister who used to work in the hot air balloon industry, and she talked to me about all the safety and all of the features and how everything works. And I, I, I can't get, I, there's something about the 40 something me versus the 20 something me that is far less adventurous. I guess in that regard, like, I think I needed to do it in my twenties because now it just feels terrifying. So yeah, I, it's me. And I do think we have one or two others in the group that actually, um, I feel like I have it on their list too. I feel like (laughs) I'm going to send out the SOS, like, okay, here's the date. Yeah. I I will probably possibly stand on the ground and take pictures. I have to think through that a little bit. (laughs) You think on it. But yeah, so that would be yeah. another one. And you know what? It could be a good metaphor of like, Missy's not just floating away into nowhere land. She <laughs> has a plan. She has made a plan. Yeah. And that hot air balloon can be a symbolization of, hey, look at her go. Instead of just running off to God knows where every day and buying a plane ticket at the airport and leaving her car, which I have done before. I have actually yes, done that you before. Have. I yes. parked at a day's in, took their days in in 
bought a plane ticket and got on a plane because I was like, something's got to change. Like, I got to do something, you know, uh-huh. I mean, I'm not beyond doing that. Yeah, you showed However, up at my house when you did that. Did I? There you go. I probably sure did. I can't remember if it was my sister or you, but th- years somebody. And years ago. Yeah, years yeah. and years ago. Hey, can you come get me? I'm at the airport. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> cell phones. That's where it was at, too. There was no Yes, <laughs> it was like payphone time, yeah. you know. So that would be another thing on my list that has been on there a long time that, again, can't, not that it can't happen on the beach because I have done parasailing and that's pretty close, but hot air balloon is different. So yeah. paragliding and hot air balloon are on my list and, and they took off paragliding off Lookout Mountain, Tara. So I can't, can't jump oh. off the mountain anymore. Oh, I didn't right know now. that. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. why it's now paragliding in Brazil. But, you know, anyway. <laughs> um, so hot well, air balloon. Li- <laughs> yeah. And your list is really juicy when it comes to the travel because it's so descriptive that every time I, your list really triggers something in me because I listen to it and I'm like, Ooh, I want some of that. Ooh, I want some of that. Like every time you say it, I'm like, Oh, Oh, I'm right there with you. I am paragliding off the side of something in Brazil. And Oh, this sounds just juicy. Oh, this sounds... <laughs> the way you have it written and that you deliver it just feels so, Ooh, I'll have some of that. You know what I mean? You can feel the energy in it and the spark that it has for you when you read those things on your list. And I don't even know if I really want those things, but the way that they're written and the way that you read it, I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I want that. And then I stop and think, I'm like, wait, maybe I don't, maybe I just want to support her in doing that. But like, (laughs) but but it's, it's also a testament to like how those things can morph over time. Whereas like when the list first starts, it just might be, I want to go paragliding. And then I don't know if you have the list in front of you or not, but it's like some of your items now are just so much more descriptive. It's like, now I'm going paragliding in this place and while the sun is setting and can you smell the forest or, you know, whatever it is, the description of it just becomes so much juicier that it feels like more real in your cells as you read it. And we talked about that, like the descriptive language or the using the senses to make yeah. it feel, and that future casting, imagine me in, yes. in Brazil, at the top of the mountain as the sun's <laughs> rising, to jump yep. off, you know, <laughs> I jump off <laughs> with my paragraph, <laughs> my tandem guys, I'm not, I'm, right. I'm, I'm just around for the ride, but right. you know, but with your really buff, like, <laughs> so you're even describing your tandem guy, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. We enjoy and yeah. Yeah. And that's the way to do it. That's the growth of the list over time. And I, I love witnessing those pieces of growth in people's lists because you can feel them say it differently when they get the language spiffied up, right? Mm-hmm. It's just all of a sudden it's like even they're believing it as they're saying it. And then you're like, oh, yes. Like, and there's some things that's like, even if it's not something that, there are things that like, let's be clear, it's 50 things on our list. And there's kind of always a rolling list of 50 because you take something off, you put something on. You're going to die with a list of 50 things still. They're not all going to get done because you just right. always have a list. But 
energetically you're living in a space the ones that don't get crossed off before you cross the, the bridge to the other side you still have been living in that energetic footprint of it because you've been speaking it into the universe for years so many of those you're like yeah I'm doing this or yeah this is done or oh I'm working on this or I'm going to be working on this the rest of my life or whatever if you always have a list and you're always maintaining a list you'll just at some point you'll just <laughs> you know, we'll all cross the, the rainbow bridge and whatever. <laughs> I guess that's for dogs, but you know, we'll all cross over and the list will still be there, but we will have have sort of left an energetic footprint of those things behind still because we are feeling them. Yeah, kind I'm of feeling accomplished them. that we've supported each other to make them possible. Like that's the other yeah. component by small steps of things happening, right? Like own a home or live in a house that sparks joy or broadcast my light, right? Mm -hmm. We speak those into life. And I that's actually a tangible that I do do, right? I have my list recorded with my own voice on my phone, the little cassette app that somebody mm -hmm. shared. I can hear myself speak those things over and over. When I take notes, I'll kind of make little notes for each person. Like, oh, this person wants this and this person wants that. You can think of each other with, intent and that mm -hmm. list builds and kind of supportive. Yeah. I agree. And I love Tara, how you talked about the list continuing to grow and it'll be part of the legacy that you leave behind. And oh, by the way, if you don't get to everything on the list, cause you won't be able to get everything on the list if you're actually playing mm -hmm. is that you're living your European dream. <laughs> which is why this whole thing got started to begin mm -hmm, with, mm -hmm, was, you know, the girl who created everything to have a European feel for her, share that with her friends. So even though she didn't get to step foot on European soil, she actually lived a European dream of a life. Right. And that has been my dream for the people in circles is that they get clear on what that dream is for them. And we participate in believing that you are going to do or be all of the things that you say. And mm -hmm. I love listening to people read their list. Every time somebody reads their list, they're not the person who read it the time before. Right. Each time I read my own list and share it with you, I'm hearing myself in a different vibration each time I read my own list. I actually read my list this morning with someone. I was really struggling with the 2024 shifts and changes. I, I, I felt like my list needed some tweaks, some up levels. When I read my list out loud to her, there were very few shifts and changes. But remember, I've been doing this almost for 30 years. My current list looks nothing like my first list. Very different. I'm getting clearer and clearer and clearer on what I want. And I feel like I'm really living, leaning in and living that. Mm -hmm. I also have it recorded and I listen to it. Not every night. There's some nights when I listen to it more, especially if I'm in a, this will never happen. <laughs> who, who, you know, like I'm never going to get this project off the ground. It's not, you know, blah, blah. And then I'm like, all right, I need to listen to my list. And I play my list. As I'm going to sleep, I'm not always awake for all 50, but it plays and then shuts off. I'm enrolling my subconscious mind into my dreams. And the truth is that things are happening. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's part of what happened today when I read my list to someone. I was like, oh, this is actually happening. <laughs> I wrote this three years ago. It's only been three years that I wrote this statement and it's happening. Yeah. It, it was a real shock even from my own self today. Just saying. So I think that it's it's always it's a surprise and it's the witnessing. It's the giving, the receiving, the asking, the witnessing, the being willing to show up, being vulnerable, and not having all the answers. I um, am forever grateful for finding found me or I found it. Who knows, right? Oh, that's another mystery question, right? Like, who knows? But the way it has as my kids call it, Missy Magic, my life. My son just called me because he has a job interview tomorrow, which he's needed a job for a year now. Let me let me preface that. And he has a job interview tomorrow and he'll call me before finals. He's like, hey, mom, will you like put it out in the universe? We're like, I really need a good grade on this test. And I was like, yeah, buddy. What time is that? You know, like we do that for each other. <laughs> like we're going into an interview. Hey, will you hold some good energy for me? And we do. So witnessing that for each other, my kids have caught on to the kind of, you know, they call it Missy magic, but really it's just giving each other the confidence that yes, this is possible. Like, yes, this is possible. It might not come in the form you want. It might not be this job. You needed a job a year ago, but you're finally going on. We also have to allow for the universe to respond with the right timing and for it to all come together. Like you just talked about Missy, you just can't run off to the beach in Africa. I know you really want to, but it's not really like, you know, like let's, shape this in a way that could, could be possible and be open to that. Right. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. allowance makes such a difference in our lives. Yeah. Well, and so often it's not about the end item. Often we find it's about the feeling we want when we get that thing. Your example of the beach, I mean, maybe you just, you really want the beach, right? But somebody else might say, well, I want to move away or I want to go be free or I want to go do something. And maybe it's just they're trying to de-stress their life. Maybe it's just that they want things to feel lighter. Sometimes we put this thing on our list and it may be just about the thing. And sometimes it's not. And right. that's part of the witnessing of each other's list and talking through it and listening to them say things and really processing through that. So we can go, is it really the thing you want? Or are you just trying to run away from a feeling you have now that you just want to feel different? right? Yeah. Or gain a feeling, and, right? Yeah. yeah. Or gain a feeling. Sometimes we can get that in other ways. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes then we look at our list and we go, oh, well, I don't really need that anymore because I got it in a different way. But the how sometimes does look a little different, but it's all a matter of what's behind the thing. Sometimes it's really about the thing and sometimes it's really not, but you know, that's and having people that know you yes. for many, many years. I mean, the initial circle, like we know each other pretty darn well in this circle that's still new what two years two years yeah I feel like I know these women so well that sometimes I can mm -hmm. hear we can hear a little bit what might be behind it now again we don't want to project but maybe what they're looking for is that and you can ask that you know them well enough to say like do you think that's and they're like oh my gosh yes okay well let's talk mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. oh thank you know and, and in that supportive manner it can be heard in a different way and then getting clean. We're always talking about trying right. to get clean and support each other. Having these circles that truly know each other's little heart's desires and their right. dreams and their hopes, because it's really what it is. A dream's a hope that, hey, my intention to live a life like this, can you help me, is juicy, magical good. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
I do too. And I really appreciate you sharing those stories. And I love the fact that your children are learning to ask for what they need from your example. That was my favorite part so far of this oh, interview. Yeah. Well, because it means you're doing, you're doing it. You're showing up, you're doing it. And they're seeing, they're witnessing, they're hearing, they're overhearing you, whatever, ask for what you need and getting support from your friends and the things you say that you want, because they probably have heard some of your list as you're reading it to us, oh especially during the COVID time when we were all homes together and doing it on Zoom, our families were overhearing us. This is even better. Mm -hmm. You know, than, than I ever imagined when I started this. Right. The way you've multiplied it too, as well as putting women together and then they like the, what else is possible for me just gets so exciting because of the potential we've witnessed in our own mm -hmm. circles and our own lives and that you've done this several times and the recipe is successful, right? And so to share that, and I'm sharing it with my kids, Tara's sharing, like we talked, like we are sharing it. And so it's going to be spread and hopefully found. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Any final words, Missy? No, I mean, girls, I can't be any more grateful than I truly am to have you in my lives and our groups. And I mean, we have leaned on each other and I've learned so much that I can't, can't say enough, but thank you and happy to be on this journey together. <laughs>